Hello and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Iowa City Mayor Bruce Teague. 2020 has no doubt been a historic year from the COVID-19 pandemic, the Black Lives Matter movement, and most recently, the hurricane strength storm that blew through Iowa. Many Iowa City residents have been impacted, but today we will hear a unique perspective of how the Center for Worker Justice is working with individuals to find pathways forward. Joining me is Mazahir Salih, the interim president for the Center for Worker Justice to discuss how the organization is working to provide support during these times. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Mayor. Yes, well, normally um, we talk at city council because we're both on city council and you're Mayor Pro Tem. I'm so excited about that. But today I'm gonna talk to you as the interim executive director of the Center for Worker Justice. Yes. Yes. So I wanted you to just kind of tell us a little bit about what is the Center for Worker Justice? What is your, what do you do there? The Center for Worker Justice of Eastern Iowa, uh, CWJ, uh, it is empowered low-income workers to collectively improve working and living condition through education, organizing, direct service and community allies. CWJ was found in back in 2012 by collection of religions, uh, community, laborers and immigrants organizations. And we are also affiliated with the National Network Interface Worker Justice. You know, I think a lot of people in our community may not even know about Center for Worker Justice, um, but this is a way for them to get familiar with some of the work that you do. So you just talked about that worker piece uh, that w w is a part of your initial mission, but I, I have to say, you do much more than that, that you just described. <laughs> yes. yes, we do, especially now. We don't know what our mission is. We're being everything now. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's great. That's great. So right now we have the storm happening uh, that came through our city and state. What are some of the efforts that CWJ is doing now to help those that are impacted by the storm, the, the hurricane-like storm that came to Iowa? Yes, for me, the first time I see something like this. Uh, but a lot of people complain, you know, that what happened in the city in general, uh, if uh, not the, like their houses has been like, uh, like broken by trees or anything, uh, their their food has been like uh, become bad because of the out of power for over 24 hours. Uh, on some and some of them like over three or five days. And especially, I know that it's hit very hard uh, our people in Cedar Rapids uh, and the, a lot of people, whether they are immigrants or they are Iowan, uh, it, it really hit them hard. We've been seeing people calling us and asking if there is help out there to repair their houses. We've been seeing people calling, say like, what should I do if I have this and that? Uh, but uh, what we're being doing, because it is many, many organizations out there are working for help uh, here in uh, Iowa City. At least we have the, we've been referring people to the, um, uh, you know, the community crisis center to apply for the DHS grant that they have uh, for this crisis and also United Way for food and everything. 
And also like our programs, like from my home to home, so you can apply for, uh, for food and uh, non-food items. Also, we help people here. Uh, but in Cedar Rapids, you know, uh, we refer people to the Teamsters Union uh, because now they really open their hall for everyone to come uh, so and get food from there and get like whatever you need, uh, especially when it comes to food and some like essential item of like, like cleaning supply and soup and pampers and diapers, everything that they can get there. And even if they don't have the item for like certain population, they will request it and they will provide this for them. So we've been just constantly refilling people. And at the same time, we're helping people apply for uh, the, you know, for electricity, for rent and for all this. That's, you know, the last really uh, three, five, three months, we just being like doing that. That's the main thing while we are doing some, uh, like everything that else that the center is doing uh, from wake theft and uh, like empowering migrants and everything. While we're doing that, we are just doing this assistance uh, for the people like direct assistance, which is for the first time the center start doing it. So it does sound like the CWJ has been that uh, kind of that mediator for getting some of the requests and connecting people with resources in the community. It is very unfortunate to learn of the devastation that we hear in Cedar Rapids um, with yes. many of the residents there. Iowa City, of course, we had some individuals that lost food, as you mentioned. Um, they were without electricity. I, I know I was out for three, uh, two days. Um, I'm not sure how, how, how long were you out of le electricity? For the center, guess what? We did not even feel it. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, we did not have the our, like electricity gone while I was in the office for like few seconds and come back. And, uh, you know, I didn't know even what's going on outside because I was just constantly working until I went out. But we don't have any bad connection. The phone or internet was working. Everything was working for us or CWG for somehow. But I realized like everything is bad when I went off from my work going back home. I see all these trees on the street. I did not even see the storm, to be honest with you. I, uh, you know, the, the window was up and I cannot even see what, uh, what in there. I, I was hearing there is a warning, but my, uh, while I was going home, my husband called me and said, we are not, we are out of electricity. And we've been like that for two days, but yes. It come back after that. I know a lot of people been more than two days, but we was lucky enough, so only two days. Yeah, so people in our community, even if their electricity was out for two days or even longer, some some lost food, which you, you stated you refer them to an, an application which will help with that. But Cedar Rapids, yes. I mean, the devastation. I, I drove around and you know uh, saw the hardship that Cedar Rapids has endured. And, um, you're getting, you're, you've been referring people to the Teamsters, which has been yes. very influential in uh, Cedar Rapids at being a place where people can come and get items that they need, even as you mentioned, Pampers. They really have everything and they are open, uh, from what I hear, they are open to anything, like to any needs of different communities, uh, which I, I think is really they, they went far and beyond uh, to help people of Cedar Rabbit, which is amazing. Now we just had this, uh, this derecho that came through our community. 
but you have been involved with the COVID-19, the needs from people in our community with the pandemic and hearing some of those stories. And you mentioned a little bit ago about from our house to yours. So tell us CWJ's involvement while many people are having some challenges, uh, you know, with, with real survivor during uh, COVID-19. Yes, uh, you know, this is happening early when this all this uh, COVID-19 pandemic started hitting hard our community and uh, people start losing job uh, when the government administration, allow, uh, you know, announced that they will send the stimulus check to help people of the community. And we find out that, yeah, the stimulus check, it helped uh, a little, but there is many people are not eligible for the stimulus check that we know and they are not basically eligible for government help. So we just start thinking and putting ideas together and we came with this a great idea from my home to yours, uh, where the people who did not affect by the COVID-19, I mean like uh, financially wise, uh, where they're, they're still receiving their salary and you know they, they're still working from home and they're still receiving the stimulus check as well. So we just ask our allies, we send email out and we put it in our social media and we said, if you really receive the stimulus check and you think you don't need it, just send it from your home, from your home to somebody else's home so that can help them during this pandemic where they can use it to like buy food or buy non-food item or just uh, basically uh, pay your rent. And we, we find a good response because we have a lot of people in this community are really care about the, any individual in this community, uh, regardless where they come from and uh, what their color is, which is was amazing response. Uh, we receive a lot of uh, you know money from a lot of people, uh, maybe as much as the stimulus check itself, like somebody will donate the 1200 And some individuals, like two people on the home, they donate both checks from husband and wife. They, you know, they donate the whole thing. In the beginning, really was receiving big figures and we, we raised up to 100, I guess $130,000 from just caring neighbors wow. and individuals wow. of this community. And that money was great help for those people. And we start distributing this uh, money between 300 to see up to 600. It went to what, what the need is. And we serve over 207 at that time, I guess until last month. This month is not included. We, we serve 207 uh, families from my home tours only programs. You know, it, it was amazing program. And I guess a lot of people was like really uh, fortunate that they live in Iowa City, uh, surrounded by all those caring individual, caring neighbors who really care about each other and uh, become like really uh, happy to, to donate their stimulus check, which has helped a lot of people. I guess from here, I just wanna say thank you to everyone who donated you know, there's stimulus check or donated anything that really make a difference in our members. Uh, you know, this is was great, helpful, and our member start sending out thank you notes to the people who donated. Uh, so when they come and pick up the check, they write a little thank you notes 
and we send it to the person who donated to just say thank you. And I want to say thank you from here too. I think that's an amazing story that you just shared about Iowa City helping Iowa Cityans. And it wasn't just Iowa City, it was actually of the surrounding communities, whoever yes. uh, reached out to CWJ. So the coronavirus is novel. This is novel, the, the from our home to yours, that's novel. Um, and people can still donate even now because um, yes. the coronavirus and the, the, the effects that people are having with their income for some still exists. So do you have the website um, that people can go to to donate? It is on our, uh, you know, website, www.cwai.com or the org, or they can also, uh, you know, send, uh, go to our web, uh, our um, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, Facebook is at Center for Worker Justice, uh, you know, in Iowa and also in Instagram. We have all the link for that but they can go to www.cwjiowa.org. That's awesome. the main website where they, we have the link to share. Or they can just mail a check to 1556 Ferris Avenue, unit number C, Iowa City, Iowa 52240. That's our uh, address. They can send that check to this address. And I, I just want to mention, maybe I was saying Iowa City for somehow, but I'm going to just like really saying that all the check that we receive is not Iowa City only. Uh, we have people from West Branch. We have people from Coralville, North Liberty, Johnson County, outside Johnson County, everybody was donating. I love it. Uh, this is program. I love yeah. it. Thank you to everyone. Yes. So, and, and they don't have to, whatever amount they have, they can send it. So, yes, everything make a difference, even $1. It make a difference, believe me. I just want to add something before we close that, which is uh, after the, the money start become low, you know, I told you in the beginning, people was donating as much as $1,200. And that's why we was getting like a lot of money in the beginning. When the fund started, people still donated. But, you know, of course, it's not like $1,200. We started still receiving donation like, uh, any money that we receive to them, I just want to thank you. But we just saw it is now getting low, and we have to reach out to Mustability and ask them if they can donate some money or if can just give us some funds to help those individuals since uh, our goal was like to raise like 250000 and we raised like 130 because the stimulus check no longer, people don't have the stimulus check each month. It's only one time thing was. So it was one time thing. So we reached out to city of Iowa City and we asked for 25,000 and they, they give it to us. Thank you so much for Iowa city, city of Iowa City too, uh, because this money is really going to make difference and we, we will come now and apply for it. And also we reach out to the county, they give us 40,000. And I guess we'd like from here to thank uh, the county and encourage yeah, other cities who we send them uh, some like letters ask them for fun because we have a lot of people from North Liberty, from Coralville, they come to us and we have limited resources for them. Uh, Iowa City are uh, fortunate to have many, many programs uh, where people, the people who live in, uh, in Iowa City was the luckiest people because there is many things that they can apply for. But outside Iowa City, 
uh, only we have the state programs. And if you are not eligible for the state program, you don't have any another help unless you come to us and we give you only up to 600. We are struggling paying the people who are not eligible to the state uh, programs. We are really you know, struggling because we give them only $600 and maybe the family rent is $1,200 and that's not gonna be anything uh, comparing. That's why I will encourage uh, the other cities like Coroville and North Liberty uh, to look to our letter that we send them so they can help their own residents through us. I'm happy that you actually paused to talk about that a little more in depth so that people can get a clear understanding of the type of assistance that you, you're giving and the need where, you know, $130,000, the money ran very low and then you reached out to municipalities to say, hey, there are people in our community that need help and the coronavirus is sticking around for a while. Yes, and, <laughs> and it's your residents that um, mm -hmm. are reaching out to us. And so to Iowa City, I'm happy to be on, a, a part of that voting body that was uh, able to grant some funds. And to Johnson County, thank you all. It is very important for our residents to um, kind of get through this time. We won't be here forever, but this is most certainly a unprecedented time which really calls for us doing something out of the ordinary every now and then and helping each other. So that's COVID-19 financial where you all have been assisting people, but you also assisted with um, helping people to understand the health implications of COVID-19 and helping to guide, uh, you know, share some of that guidance and um, what, especially to those where English wasn't their first language. And, yes. and, and you helped navigate a lot. So thank you to CWJ for doing all of that all of that yes we did translate uh, some like cdc guideline from english to various language to spanish to arabic to french and congolese and you know we we distribute those so everybody know what the guideline is especially also we we uh, i guess i work with jack as well of like uh, talking about coronavirus in arabic language and you have it with somebody else who talking another you know language, which is great. We just try to cover the you know the guideline that the CDC have it, so everybody will be protected, and and we did that. Yeah. Black Lives Matter is happening all throughout our nation. We're hearing this, and so I wanted to just uh, offer some time to learn what is CWJ's role, you know, in this process and in this effort, as well yeah. as you know the the in our you know across the nation when we're talking about BIPOC which is black indigenous uh, people of color um, wanted to ensure that there's a fair chance equality equitable uh, things through government and so just wanted to talk about what is CWJ's efforts in the Black Lives Movement Really, we join with a lot of organizations like Black Voice Project, and we we start doing things together. We done the Juneteenth event together, uh, where we reach out to some uh, people to donate for Juneteenth, and we prepare amazing event with the Black Voices Project. Uh, you know, on on I guess June twenty, uh, it was really a successful event, and also we we start like 
raising awareness. We share the Black Lives Matter movement on our Facebook. And also we reach out to uh, the members that who want to be educated about Black Lives Matter within like two sessions of educations. And we ask, uh, also we brought people together, like the, the, the community, uh, uh, some different Black community, we brought them together on one table to discuss uh, the demand of uh, the Black Life uh, Movement. And that's when we open our space for them and we we help them from now and then. And we we are there for any another help for Black Life Matter, but uh, definitely we are important this uh, movement. It is uh, important and essential to a lot of people of our members where this is, they are, are really grieving and they just facing a lot of uh, bad practice where they want now to change it. Well, I'll tell you that um, our city, city of Iowa City has a great opportunity to really look at how we can move forward. And it's organizations like CWJ that actually has taken time to have conversation. The one thing that you mentioned is educating. Um, I, I'm realizing that you know, there's a lot of people out there saying, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And I, I really know that they believe it um, in the core of their heart that they do matter, but they, they may not understand exactly what it means. Exactly, um, yeah. And so, and so that's why I'd like to always take a little time to talk about, you know, w what does Black Lives Matter really mean? Exactly, yeah, a lot of education needs to be done. And we're going to continue doing that with the community. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that CWJ is doing. I really thank appreciate the, the, that we have a not-for-profit organization doing services that are a direct impact at bettering lives of individuals within our community. Yes. Thank you so much. We, yeah. We're going to continue. This is... Uh, we all in this together, and we have to like uh, fight for the best for this community and for our people, regardless where they come from or what their color is. Yes. Well, thank you so much, interim director, uh, interim <laughs> executive director Mazahir Salee. Thank you for joining thank me. And when we're done with this, you're going to be Mayor Pro Tem again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you so much. Right. Uh, thank you for inviting me for this. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Awesome. We'll see you soon. Thank you. That's our show for today. We'll be back next week with another episode of Community Connection. Until then, stay safe and wear your mask. Thanks, Iowa City.